0: Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, I've done a series of rapid-fire episodes, but this one is one I'm going to take some time doing because this one is a little involved. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how to create your very own wine amble. Now, you're probably looking like, what is a wine amble? Well, a wine amble is something that you can use as a party idea for you and some very good friends. Now, I don't think you can do this easily unless you have at least four friends involved. Because each friend is going to have a responsibility for their station. So, take out your big book of stuff and look up the section four get-togethers, and the other section for wine or intoxicants, because we are going to talk about how to create a wine amble. And once you do it the first time, you'll probably do it at least two or three times a year. So let's get started. The phrase wine amble is something that I came up with, so you're probably not going to see this anywhere else. And even though I don't really drink almost ever now, I did used to drink a little bit of wine every once in a while. I can't drink a lot of wine, and I, I have to have certain wines or else they're too heavy. But I do appreciate a good fruity wine every once in a while, maybe once or twice a year. That doesn't mean I don't appreciate people who have wine every evening with dinner. And all things moderation, you know your limits, I'm not the boss of you, and I'm not going to whine about it. Get it? Whine? Oh, come on. You know that was funny. No? You're, You're shaking your head. Okay. All right. We'll move on from that. So... This particular kind of party is going to be enjoyable, but it takes a little bit of time to set it up, and it must be planned in advance. You cannot do it without planning it in advance. So, it's definitely not something you'll do on a regular basis, but if you do, let me know how you your last one went, okay? The first wine uh, could be a red wine. Now you know those can be very heavy. Um, Many have sulfites that, you know, the sulfates mess with you. But if you are inclined, the first kind of wine could definitely be a red wine. And, you know, you go with something that would be bold. Uh, Dress up your station. It could be a little table. It could be a crate. But dress it up with all kinds of red effects. Uh, it could be flowers, like red flowers. It could be cinnamon sticks. It could be anything that comes across that would embody that bold red flavor. You could even mull the wine if you wanted to. I guess it would depend on the season. But you also want to put down some hors d'oeuvres that would go with that wine. Uh, not just decorations, but edible you know, enticements that go with that wine. It could be anything from a a small meat tray, all the way up to roast beef. Just really, you know, invest the time and invest yourself into making that station beautiful. And that wine will be there, depending on how many people are in attendance. You could have one, two, or three bottles of red. It could all be the same, it could be different, but your station would embody the spirit of that. You could even go all out. Maybe put up a a portrait or a work of art or a print or a small picture in a picture frame that puts in a scene that says red to you, you know, and that would be for your red wine. So for this to work, you need to have a set amount of people who have responsibilities to help you make this work. You could do it all on your own. But that's not the spirit of the wine amble. The spirit is a group of people coming together and cooperating to create a moment in time that you can have a remarkable memory, something that you've never had before and that won't really happen again because it's one of those serendipitous events that everything can come together and you don't really know what's going to be there. Okay? Because you may discover you love something that you would have never put together before. Or that you despise something that you never should have put together. <laughs> so this is, this is going to be fun. Alright, so let's get ready to get into it. So for this particular example, we're going to set it down with maybe six people being responsible for the stations. And the stations are spread out in a large circle around the room, or around the meadow, or the clearing, or wherever you are. This should not be a small place, it should not be a small dining room, if you're doing it in the dining room then you need to have a very large one. There is a reason. It has, it has to have enough room for there to actually be an amble. You're walking. That's part of the charm of this. So it's better if you're on maybe a yard or somewhere where you're allowed to have alcohol and that you can take the time that you will need to leisurely stroll station to station gratuitous David Bowie reference. Either you got it or you didn't. Alright, we're going to keep going. So, let's say in this particular example, we have you and five other friends. For a total of six stations, each person is going to be responsible for a specific type of wine. Now, I could just, you know, assign the kinds of wine you'll pick, but I think that's boring. So what I'm going to do is list the different types of wine you could use. There's all sorts of other wines, of course. And of course, we're going to segue into white wine, and I'm not saying that this is the order that the stations would be in. but. I'm just giving them to you in this order. Next would be white wine in my examples. For this, you would have maybe some things that embody what white wine kind of is associated to in your mind. Maybe you have a bunch of grapes there. Maybe you pair it with fish or canapes. Maybe you pair your wine with a fruit platter. It really comes down to what kind of wine that you have. I've seen people use white wine paired with crescent cookies. It really comes down to what white wine says to you. And of course, appropriate decorations, uh, maybe a beautiful tablecloth with green grapes, or even something even more airy, uh, maybe a gossamer feel, or a lacy tablecloth. Anything that makes you feel that your station is all about white wine. Maybe some little Godiva white chocolates. It really comes down to what white wine says to you. Maybe you decide you want a different sensory experience. Maybe you went with a white sandalwood incense. So, you know, let yourself really go. Now, since we said red and then we said white, let's meet in the middle and hit a rosé, right? rosé all day no you don't remember that no um, okay I tried. all right so now you've got this beautiful rosé and maybe that could be a station as well find some things that are pink something that could speaks to you maybe just maybe you have some nice uh, facial masks in a rose cream kind of scent something that comes out that brings up the spirit of rosé for you. Maybe for you, rosé is playful. So you have maybe some small games there. Um, Charades or tic-tac-toe made with crystals. It really comes down to what speaks to you and brings the spirit of rosé for you. Uh, Pinks, uh, maybe a mauve. It really comes down to what makes it come alive when you think of Rosé now next you might want to do the sparkling wines those are like their champagne or other sparkling wines but remember if it didn't come from champagne it's not champagne and this is where you can have some fun Uh, this is where you know you can really let yourself go wild and I'm not here to tell you how to live and how to have fun, but if you're using a sparkling wine, especially champagne, something you can do is to give people an option, maybe to either uh, put strawberries in there, which will fizz, or you can put peaches in there. You heard me, half a slice of of peaches in in sparkling wine, specifically champagne, is a thing. I mean, it's a bit old-fashioned, but it—it it is. There is a precedent there, and you don't have to stop there. Some people put small Concord grapes in there, but that's for people who really have a special kind of taste. Um, it's not a higher taste or a lower taste. It's just the thing that, if it's your thing, I'm not here to judge you. Now. Rolling right along, you can also hit those dessert wines, which are fun. Uh, those are the ones where you can serve cakes, uh whatever it is you want that might be a little bit lighter. But again, it's up to you. Maybe you have a bowl of, a fishbowl of conversation starters there. Maybe, maybe trivia. You know, each area has its own personality. And you don't have to go with my suggestions. You can make them your own. Uh, you could even have little, you know, little kids' party games. Because, again, dessert, things that are sweet. Uh, maybe have a game of hide-and-seek. But instead of people hiding and seeking, maybe you have a small pixie. And one person hides it, and everyone else has to look for it by guessing. Playing hot and cold games. You know, it again, these are not things you have to do. This can definitely be turned into... more adult kind of uh, game, but that's for you to determine what you want to do for dessert. Now there's another wine you can use and those are those fortified wines. Those are the ones that have a kick. They've got some real distilled spirits in there added to the wine. And for that, you want to go with something bold. If people smoke, this would definitely be the time to pull out those cigars or those special smoking blends, like a good mugwort or some other kind of smoking blend that you might like. Um, I'm not the boss of you. I'm not going to tell you what to smoke, but there's so many beautiful things out there that you can smoke and make a pleasant aroma. You can definitely elevate a situation with pairing a smoking blend with those fortified wines, and you can get really mellow. Things don't have to be done in the order that I'm talking, of course, but you might want to really kick the party off into its second leg with a fortified wine. course, for some of you who make your own wines at home, a good homemade station of either a flower wine or even something like a, an herb wine would be good as well. And you can cover the table in little herb effigies, you know, like little flower children or little fairies, or uh, you could also maybe put little gnomes or mushrooms all around and have a good time that way with your herbal station or your floral station especially if you know people who make lilac wine you know the song lilac wine okay i'm not gonna get into that i'm gonna leave that to the experts but miley cyrus did a wonderful cover version of lilac wine you might want to look it up it's worth hearing but this is where you could put maybe a nice array of flowers uh, maybe You know, herbal sachets for everyone to enjoy and take home. And the reason it's an amble is because you're literally ambling between each station, uh, taking your glasses from that station, or taking glasses to that station, enjoying it. Be careful with the sparkling wines because they need a special kind of glass, of course. But it really depends on how deeply you want to go into it. And you can also um, do something really fun and take photographs at each station and it's up to you how you want to do this the reason is in a circle like spokes on a wheel is so that no one dictates where things are happening now if you're using games at each station of course you might want to coordinate that but it really comes down to the main dinner or the main meal like if it's a brunch or possibly a picnic Or even a buffet or a potluck or feast is in the center and you amble around the clearing or the area drinking and enjoying the different wines and stations. Now keep in mind you don't want to go too far with each wine. We're looking at a lot of stations here and you definitely want to have water, sparkling water, palate cleansers food um, anything that will help you clear your palate before you go to the next station you don't have to drink all the wines of course Uh, but try small amounts to make sure that everything is easily manageable and no one gets too far down the wine uh, rabbit hole but this should be fun Uh, set aside for at least three hours to accommodate this kind of event because you want people to be fully enjoyable relaxed strolling at their own pace and definitely able to metabolize that intake so that they can be safe driving we don't want anyone to drink and drive that's one of the reasons that at the witches ball the Michigan witches ball that they have a shuttle service at their ball and I'm saying they but it's really my ball but um they have a shuttle service so that people don't have to drive home after an open bar well it's the same thing you want to have enough hours so that no one is is so inebriated they're a danger when they drive home and maybe have someone uh, have an Uber on standby you know with a little bit of cash in case someone can't make it home because the last thing you want is for something that's fun and celebratory to turn into something tragic Talk about why I named it a wine amble. I named it a wine amble because you're drinking wine and you're doing a leisurely stroll. This is one of those moments where you take photos, you take selfies, you take pictures of each other, you sit back, you take off your shoes, you get together, you can read a book while you're there with each other, you can listen to music, you can share poetry, you can discuss difference of opinion or events of the day or you can just be and enjoy a meal and you're strolling and that's something that adds an element of sociability to be able to stroll because you might be able to stroll with a companion you know it's it's a thing also when you're ambling around and enjoying a leisurely stroll you might decide you want to sit in the grass or lay down you might want to do anything The one thing you won't be doing is stuck in place, in a chair, at a table, not being able to move about, not being able to dance if you want to. I want you to be able to dance. I want you to be able to move, to feel the air against your skin, and to experience fully being at that station, being at that wine area of each of your friends' offerings, of their vision of what that wine means to them so that you have something to share and converse later about. It's an experience, and I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I've done it with liquor before, but wine seems to work better, and it's a little bit more gentle. Uh, Let me know how it turns out. And um, one thing I can recommend is that if you change up the music throughout the evening, it seems to work better. So maybe jazz is the first thing you think of, But don't be afraid of God's smack. Now I want to take a moment to talk to people who may not be able to do this with wine. Because of whatever reason. Maybe you're in recovery. Maybe you're on medication. Maybe you have loved ones or friends who have to make a choice to not be around alcohol for whatever personal reasons maybe you can't because of space maybe you can't do it as far as uh, that space being i want to be specific not permissible for alcoholic beverages or maybe just maybe you're in a religion that cannot use alcohol how do we fix this well there's something else you can do you can substitute fruit juices You can substitute non-alcoholic wine, although I'd recommend fruit juices. And you can also substitute teas. There's no reason that you cannot change this experience and cater it to you, someone who cannot drink or chooses not to drink wine. This is a fun experience, and you can make it happen for yourself. It just takes a little bit of creativity and I know you have that. I believe in you. I know it's true. And that's why you're amazing. Because all my friends are amazing. I wanted to give a special thank you to Les FM for the Acoustic Folk Acoustic Ambient Music uh, from Pixabay today. And that music is royalty free and it's allowed to be used by commercial podcasts as well as personal use so if you're looking for music like that definitely check out Pixabay it's something that I do appreciate when I can find a way to give out new musical sources for fellow podcasters also uh, you might want to use it if you decide to make a memory video of your own wine amble you know why not Now we come to the end of this last episode of the Episode Recordathon. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I love sharing uh pieces of you know fun from my life, and this is something I've done, this is something that's fun that I wanted to share with you, and I love sharing things with my friends, and we're friends, right? So if you do this, please let me know how it went. If you've done it several times, let me know how the last time went. Find me on Facebook at My Magical Cottage Core Life or join me in the Shire. I do take requests if there's a topic you really want to see. And I look forward to seeing you again here on My Magical Cottage Core Life.